ne sais quoi. I'm Michelle. And I'm Ada. And we're your hosts of this podcast. Yay! <laughs> so, just a bit about us. We're just two 18 year old women living in Toronto. So, we just want to start out by acknowledging the land we are on. We are on the territories of the Anishinaabe, Huron Wendat, Mississauga and Haudenosaunee First Nations. Michelle and I are settlers on the land where we are recording this podcast and we are grateful to call our home. We want to do an episode about this in the future, but for now, we feel like acknowledging the land is the least we can do. So mm-hmm. um, I'm sure you guys will get to know us a bit better just yeah. listening to our episodes. But let's start with some songs. Yeah, so we thought it would be a good idea as a little introduction to each suggest a song. It doesn't matter, like, either new or old that we've been liking, or it could be anything. So, okay, I'll go first. And we kind of surprise each other because I don't know what song Ada's choosing, and she doesn't know which one I have. So I was thinking there's so many different songs. Like, obviously, I love and always talk about, oh, this is a bop. Like, you got to listen to it. Um, But I just thought it would be fitting to choose of course legend Maggie Rogers and I will choose the song back in my body because I feel like whenever I put it on it just automatically makes me feel better and it just I feel like I've said that for the last few years one point it was like my favorite favorite song of all time and then now I feel like I have a bunch more to that collection like I don't have one ultimate favorite song so yeah and also just thought it was fitting like I have a necklace that Ada gave me that says back in my body and I decided to just keep it on wear it like all the time and I like take it off and take it on now I just there and it just always brings me so much joy and I see that I'm like back in my body and then with this song so yeah yeah I noticed the necklace yeah nice I would yeah I'm very proud of myself for getting you that gift Mm -hmm. but um yeah you know when you like get someone a gift and you're like wow that was a good gift but I'm glad you liked it and I think that is a really nice symbol of our friendship and just that song is such a Michelle song like if you want to get to know Michelle a little bit better (laughs) is it a listen yeah but yeah I love that song too my song I'm picking is from Taylor Swift's new album and it's the song so the reason why I'm choosing this song is I've just been listening to her album lately and this song really just the summer mood really reminds me of that high school romance I never had but it's okay I had a lot of great friends like Michelle said and yeah I I'm a big Taylor Swift fan although I feel like her last few albums I didn't appreciate as much so those are songs I guess yeah yay all right so now for our topic mm-hmm. yeah okay so we're going to be talking about imposter syndrome so According to Wikipedia, imposter syndrome is a psychological pattern in which one doubts one's accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. And this Mm -hmm. is something that Michelle and I really felt would be a good kind of disclaimer first episode. We'll talk later about how it applies to the podcast, but we're just going to start with how it applies to our life in general. So Michelle, do you want to say like what's been your experience with imposter syndrome feeling? Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I feel like I think subconsciously, like I think I've had it starting in high school a lot and feeling those feelings of that. But 
I would say especially in the last year, like grade 12, I felt it a lot and when applying to universities and then after like getting accepted, that was when I really felt it and like someone mentioned, oh, maybe you have that and like you're feeling that and that's what it is. Like I just didn't think I was worthy enough or good enough to be accepted. And then when I got accepted into all three universities, which is like an accomplishment, like I, I don't think I would be able or think I would say that. Um, And they're like, you know, great schools. Like, I was like, what? Like, is that a mistake? Like, thinking, no, like, this is not true. Like, what the heck is this? Like, this must be a mistake. Um, And then I got, like, into my top choice university. Um, And then I was, like, just really thinking, like, no, this is a mistake. Like, I'm going to receive an email saying, sorry, like, that was not supposed to happen. And it's really a lot of pressures put on yourself and you just like beat yourself up about it and just yeah just not thinking you're worthy enough and it like really stresses you out and puts so much on your shoulders which I feel like I already had and um and just like being like no like I am deserving of this and I have to really like talk myself into and like you know tell the like mental chatter that's all negative to like be quiet and go away so I think I felt that was a peak of when I fell imposter syndrome was like for like universities and and getting admitted into them. But I think it comes and goes like with like school and stuff. And like when I would do well, I would be like, what? Or just like not believing it's true. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, is this reality? Is this real? But what about you? Yeah, my experiences have been somewhat similar. Like I think in Michelle and my friendship, we like really see each other as like you know intelligent people and like deserving people and like I can assure you that Michelle is like very smart and she definitely (laughs) I was not surprised that she got into those universities and I think Michelle would say the same thing about me but definitely it's really hard to feel that and I think especially for students when we were doing a bit of research about imposter syndrome the two people who came up with it it in their students so they were like professors and they were seeing in their students and I think with academics it's really like because you're constantly being marked it mm-hmm. really like you need to constantly like keep everything being amazing and it's so much pressure on yourself and I think I've kind of always felt a bit of imposter syndrome. I've always been like very high achieving and I've always achieved highly. Like I've never failed at anything. So it's a little bit like, even though I've done so well at many, many things, every single time, I Mm -hmm. doubt that I can repeat it again. We actually did some tests. Um, We did a test that was by Pauline Clance from her book the imposter phenomenon when success Mm -hmm. makes you feel like a fake so basically there's 20 statements and you rate from one to five how much you relate to it and I need to just say some of the statements on here because when I read these statements like I've never felt more (laughs) than when I read this when people praise me for something I've accomplished I'm afraid I won't be able to live up to their expectations of me in the future Sometimes I'm afraid others will discover how much knowledge or ability I really lack. Those are just two I really resonated with. And I was like, five, five, five. (laughs) But, well, I guess we can talk about our results. Yeah. So when you added all of them up, like the numbers, so like one would be not at all true. Two is rarely. Three is sometimes. Four is often. And five is very true. I got a score of... 64 which means that the 
respondent frequently has imposter feelings. <laughs> it was funny because when I was, I feel like I was having imposter syndrome, like calculating it and being weird about this whole like imposter syndrome test. And I was like, great. I, I think I would want to do it again. And I feel like depending on the mood, like I feel like I would answer some of them a bit different and I like the, the score would be higher or lower, if that makes any sense. Sure. What about you? What was your score? So I scored 75 and that means also that the respondent frequently has imposter feelings. I don't know. I I think that pretty much sums up like I think it could be different, but I think I would always fall in that similar range. It's hard to know that you're worthy and that you're enough and that's something that I've been like working on a lot but I still wasn't surprised to see yeah and we'll also put a link yeah to the test so that you can do it for yourself too and it's it's just like an interesting thing Mm -hmm. I never thought you could like test yourself or see a score on like your feeling posture it's interesting yeah it's kind of just like one of those buzzfeed tests but (laughs) elevated because a professor made it you know it's the real deal should we just talk about why we want to do this as our first episode like why kind of what our direction is for the podcast I mean do you want to speak a little bit about it and I can tune in sure reached out to me kind of I would say at the beginning of quarantine when Mm -hmm. do you think you had the idea of doing a podcast I mean, everything went downhill and everything was crazy. I feel like mid-March, like I I think it was like March 13th. And I think it was like beginning of April, like somewhere at the beginning of it. I don't even know how I came up with the idea. Like I love listening to podcasts and we like talk about something like, oh, I listened to this. And I know Ada has been listening to a lot, like always. And I was just like, oh, this is a cool idea. And it's like a creative one. And I was like, oh, that's fun. But yeah, I think that was when at the beginning of April or sometime, sometime in past months it happened. It's like, we should start a podcast. Yeah. And I got that text and I like my initial thought was nobody will want to listen to my podcast. Nobody wants to hear what I have to say. Everyone will find out how not smart I am and how like, you know, everything I've done is a fluke and just. Everyone will find out that I'm a fraud, that kind of thought. And I was like, the more I like talk to Michelle, like I wanted to do it like for Michelle and like, because it is a great idea and I think it will be really fun. And we do actually, I think the more we talked about it, mm-hmm, definitely. I we do have a lot of things to say. We have a lot of interesting opinions. No one's going to find out I'm a fraud. No one's going to think I'm stupid. At least I hope not. But no, definitely not. And we just kind of like realized we can do this. And I was having imposter syndrome, I guess, about the idea of doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I felt that too. Don't worry. Like I, like I think also in my moods and like dips, I'd be like, oh, what? Why would I do this? And then other times I'd be like, no, like this is a great idea. And I have to really tell myself, no, like people do want. I think people would want to listen and. Not just, like, maybe people we know, like, who knows who it could reach. And I, I was thinking, too, like, it's nice when you hear things that are like, oh, this just really helped me. Or, like, you feel seen or heard. And I thought, like, I know I would definitely love to hear two people my age. Or it doesn't really matter age. Talking about the different things we'll be talking about in upcoming episodes. And I thought, oh, like, 
I would really like that. So I think other people hearing whoever around the world, it would be a cool thing. You know, we're not professors. We don't have a PhD. Mm-hmm. Like we haven't written any books. We actually don't even have our diplomas because we didn't <laughs> get to have a graduation. Oh, God. We know a lot about what it means to grow up in the 2010s. We know what it's like to deal with your mental health. We know Mm -hmm. what it's like to have bad body image. We know what it's like to fight with our moms. Like, I don't know if you want to listen to us talk about that, but (laughs) interesting perspective and yeah we want to put it into the world yeah as a creative outlet like I'm most excited like I think this will be a cool opportunity I mean I love talking to Ada like we have our FaceTime calls and it's always a good time to like talk and I think especially in these times to be able to talk to someone that you feel comfortable with and just have like raw discussions about whatever is like really helpful and I'm super super grateful to Ada and then to put this into a podcast makes it really cool for people to listen to and I know like personally listen to listening to different people talk it's always a nice thing that's I think why I I enjoy like listening to music so much is because even though like wherever you are you can have someone there and it feels like a friend at points like if you have a close connection with like a singer or like a specific song it's like always there and having people talk and just like walking down the street having that if you're like feeling low or you feel like you want someone especially in these times when you can't necessarily be with everyone you want I think it's a really cool thing yeah definitely when I started listening to podcasts I really enjoyed podcasts where it was like friends talking to each other Mm -hmm. kind of just like conversation normal conversation now I listen to a greater variety of podcasts but it's always nice to have that like familiarity and we do want to talk about more serious topics but we also want to have fun and laugh and yeah (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I have a question, actually. When you start realizing or, like, having these thoughts, like, of imposter syndrome and, like, being hard on yourself and being like, oh, I'm not worthy, like, what do you tell yourself? Or do you tell yourself anything or you just kind of let it be and just, like, distract yourself? Or what do you do in those moments when it's, like, really high and you feel and it just is, like, overwhelming? I feel like we all have different answers for this. My answer, yeah. uh, well, for me, I really started thinking about imposter syndrome and just like having those feelings of being unworthy when I started going to therapy. And like my therapist really, I think she kind of showed me that like a lot of the problems and stuff I have come from like thinking that I am not enough I just like so many times I would come to her and just like tell her something that happened in my week and she'd be like when are you gonna know that you're enough and like I was just like thinking about that a lot and like now I even though on my test it says that I have frequent imposter feelings I really do feel like most of the time I know that I am enough so since I'm at that place I do find it helpful to just like remind myself you are enough you are worthy and like I even have like on my like vision board I have that mm-hmm. a little bit cheesy but it's nice to see first thing in the morning yeah, and it's always definitely. great to talk to people who you know who love you and they can just reassure you make you see yourself more in a, the way that they see you which mm-hmm. is a more clear way and a more 
realistic way. So yeah, I'd say kind of like positive self-talk and talking to people who love me. That That's so good. Yeah. What about you? Well, I think first it's helpful to catch myself thinking those thoughts and like in that pattern, I'm like, oh, okay, like this is what I'm feeling. Because if I'll feel like overwhelmed and stuff, I'm like trying to detect what it is like what feeling I have and figure that out and then once I'm like oh okay I'm having these feelings of not being enough or worthy enough like oh okay this is probably imposter syndrome yeah like positive self-talk sometimes I might like say like I have a very close relationship with my mom and I'll like tell her something and it's nice also like hearing the people that like you love the most like tell you things that you like you can trust like if you just tell someone and um something and they're like no no you're you're fine or you're great like sometimes it doesn't feel real and you like doubt that and it's nice to hear from someone that you actually can trust me like okay like they know you well enough to not like lie or you know, just say that to make you feel better. Because I feel like that's really annoying when people just say things that, like, either they don't fully mean or it's just kind of empty words. So, like, if I talk to my mom and, like, she would say something that, like, often makes me feel better, but, like, saying, like, no, I'm definitely worthy enough. Or, like, again, like, you'll probably hear me talk about music and my connection <laughs> with music, but I will, like, put on something that will make me feel better, like an album or a playlist and often like I remember okay this is who I am like usually like a more uplifting happy sounding song or whatever and that always makes me kind of feel more grounded like okay no like I like yeah just like telling yourself you are worthy and you are you know and it's also normal to feel this way too like I bet like every every student feels some sort of way about it and it's such a and I feel like in these times too it's even more common yeah like I guess like in a way it's like a distraction of like those thoughts and like I don't want to worry too much and I guess get too in my head because when I start thinking about it I feel like it just gets bigger and bigger and I'm like oh my god and it starts becoming just too much so yeah I would say like music positive self-talk like it's pretty much the same as you like talking to the people oh my god that's so loud the noise excuse me for that um but just yeah talking to people you love and just hearing positive things or even just talking to a friend telling them how you feel and then like hearing them say something back like talking out about something and then hearing like always makes you feel better or just like hearing someone you enjoy talking and there's like so many things and I think it's something you constantly have to work on I mean, this is just, like, negative talk and then also, like, positive talk. And obviously, you're going to have, like, bad thoughts. It's, like, you can't have a continuous positive self-talk, like, every day, 24-7. Like, that's just not how we are. That's not how the human brain is wired. So, I think it's, like, practicing that and being mindful of it and just, I don't know, I feel like now I'm, like, am I saying what I actually mean? (laughs) No, but I think that makes sense, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I think it's a continuous battle, and, like, going into university, I'm like, oh, this is the next thing, the next big thing, and it's it's going to be a learning curve, but, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of, like, even though we um, not only passed high school, but did pretty well at it, mm-hmm. and we do it again, can we do another four years, even though past history tells us that, yes, you can, you can do it, you've done it before, But I think it's a great point that everyone struggles with imposter syndrome. I don't think there's anyone who doesn't. And I also love your point about kind of like 
telling the person that you're talking to that you you want them to tell you kind of that you're good and that you're worthy and I feel like that's given a bad rap a lot like fishing for compliments that Mm -hmm. kind of like oh don't go fishing for compliments or like I'm not fishing for compliments but I sometimes like almost like tell my family like um yeah I'm fishing for compliments like can you like (laughs) make me feel good can you like Mm -hmm. I think if you have a healthy relationship with someone that is like a healthy thing to do as long as you're not doing it all the time definitely yeah and also both both ways it's good really good yeah, go fish for compliments. Yeah, don't feel Tell bad about that it. You are enough. Definitely. Write it on your wall. Mm-hmm. You can see it every day when you wake up or on your ceiling. Yeah, on your bathroom mirror or wherever. You can see it when you're brushing your teeth. Like, I remember yeah. I had at one point, like, I don't know if it was I'm worthy or it was something under those lines, and I had that, and that was kind of nice to see. Or just some positive affirmation to see and be like yes um (laughs) okay one thing I mean this is more like on the compliment side and like what you were just saying like definitely it's always nice to hear like a compliment not just about like your clothes or like oh I like your new glasses or something like that but something a bit deeper and I always think it always makes me feel better when I give compliments and they're genuine too um like I don't like just saying that for the sake of it or I feel like obligated to do that and um I think that always like I would hope that would make the person I'm telling the compliment to feel better but also in turn it just like helps it just makes me feel better and noticing other people not being like in your own head too much and being like oh yeah I noticed this or whatever it could be like little like little big like whatever it is I think it matters and like like what's that expression is like small small things no what is it like something about yeah yeah I would say that yeah it is the little things like um a compliment or even just a smile or saying Mm -hmm. hi really costs you nothing but it can make you feel like so much more fulfilled in yourself and make you feel better about yourself and just spread the good vibes yes we all need the good vibes (laughs) Should we um, give a compliment right now to our listeners? Yes. Okay, let's okay. each give one. Okay. Do you want to go first um, or should I? Yeah, you should because I need to think of it. Okay, if you took the half hour to listen to this podcast, you are amazing and you are doing something nice for yourself and you deserve it. That's my compliment to you. Oh, that's so nice. Like I was just actually thinking of saying like you are deserving – of all that you have and like I think deserving like you like I feel like we often think like oh we don't deserve this or I'm not deserving to like go to this university or whatever it is and just like I want to tell you guys that you are 100% deserving of whatever you have like no matter how small or big again and I think like tying in gratitude and being appreciative like I think goes a long way and just being grateful for the small things and just saying, like, I'm grateful to be me. And, like, there's no other me in this world. And just being grateful for yourself. Like, you're here. You're making it through this crazy time, this year. And just be proud of yourself. Like, go you. Yay. 
and just yes. give yourself a pat on the back I would say like making it out every day and just like another day down like I think is an accomplishment in itself like getting out of bed well that was a long little thing but yeah you're deserving and just yeah give yourself a nice pat on the back yeah <laughs> well on that note I think that wraps up our conversation if you want subscribe to our podcast yes. and check down below we'll put that link to the test and also our social media yeah and also I guess we could put the like song we chose like I'll put back in my body by Maggie Rogers if you want to go back and take a listen and then for Ada we'll put Betty Betty by Taylor Swift yeah so and we'll hopefully be doing that every episode like probably at the end we'll give a recommendation of a song we've been liking or it doesn't matter like whatever we feel like putting out there and it's always nice hearing new songs or just being reminded of an old song you haven't heard before or like haven't heard in a while so yeah okay bye bye